Can you add your voice and shout a big hallelujah? Amen. Remain standing for some few minutes, please. Isaiah chapter 8, verse 9. Isaiah chapter 8, verse 9. It says, Associate yourselves together, O ye people, and ye shall be broken in pieces. Give ear, O ye of far countries. Get yourselves together. And ye shall be broken in pieces. Get yourselves. And it says in verse 10 Take counsel together and it shall come to naught. Speak the word and it shall not stand, for God is with us. Oh, you didn't say amen. I said, God is with us. Lift up your hand and shout, God is with me. Oh, say, God is with us. Are you sure it's with us? Yes. Can you lift up your hands and shout it again and say, God is with us. God is Amen. We are going to pray briefly. Lift up your hands with me quickly. Let's pray these three prayer topics. Lift up your hands and shout it on top of your voice and say, In the name of Jesus, In the name of Jesus. any witchcraft curse upon my life and family. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I command it to cut fire now. Please say it again and say it with meaning. Say, in the name of Jesus, any witchcraft curse upon my life and family, I command it to cut fire now. Lift up your voice and pray right now in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice, everybody. Yes, open your mouth and pray. In the name of Jesus,
release families this morning. Say, I release families. I release families. Say, I release families. I release families. Say, I release my family. I release my family. By the blood of Jesus. By the blood of Jesus. Say, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I declare. I declare. Let my family. Let my family. Let families. Let families. In this church. In this church. The adults. The children, let them be released by the blood. Any witchcraft, bondage, hardened families, right now, I declare liberty, 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 freedom. Now, lift up your prayer right now. same again. Wave your Bible. Wave your Bible and shout a big amen. amen. If you don't have a Bible, wave your hand. You alone, wave your hand. If you don't have a Bible, you alone, wave your hand. And say, next time I'll bring my Bible. Alright, so this morning I'm going to be very brief and then we're going to take a little exercise. Then we can um close. But from this coming Wednesday to the next five Wednesdays ahead of us, 
I'll be starting a series on spiritual warfare. All right, yeah. If you are clapping hands, please clap your hands well. There are a lot of things I believe that we have to teach that sometimes I make mention of them in passing and then I drop them here and there. But one of the things we'll be dealing with will be dealing with monitoring spirits. Some of you need to know what a monitoring spirit is yeah, and how to deal with it. We'll be dealing with the spirit of witchcraft. We'll be dealing with spiritual marriages. Now, one of the commonest things that affect a lot of people, even those who are married and those who are not married. You know, most of the times when we are talking about spiritual marriage, people think that we are dealing with those who are not married. But that's not true. In fact, you can be married and still be facing or fighting spiritual marriages and not know it. There is something we call the spirit of succubus and incubus. Have you heard it before? Uh, you've not heard it before? All right. We'll be dealing with a lot of things in the next five weeks. It's going to be very, 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 very terrible. And one of the things I want you to do as a Christian is to be a Christian that is full of knowledge. Because light drives away darkness. The greater your light, the farthest darkness is away from you. I hope you understand what I'm talking about. You don't have to be a Christian who don't understand things. You must get to the place where you are in charge because you know what is happening. Somebody understand what I'm talking about? We'll be dealing with territorial spirits. The reason why some of us, the fact that sometimes, you know sometimes when people have problems and they say, oh, I'm a, I'm a Votarian or I'm an Ashanti, immediately it's like it is normal for Shantis. And for, I, I hope you understand what I'm talking about. Yeah. You need to know what it means to deal with territorial spirits. And all those things. So this Wednesday, I'm starting. This Wednesday is holiday, right? Yeah. So Wednesday, every Wednesday for the next five Wednesdays, we are going to be dealing with some of these things. And your life will never be the same again. Yeah. Some of you, this will propel you into the next level of your life. Spiritually, you will change gear. Uh, only three people said Amen. God, I pray that you bless those three people in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Alright. But we are going to continue to deal with the issues of sin. How many of you have been blessed so far? You've been blessed so far. Amen. Now, we are going to be talking about the administration in the early church or administration in the early church. Or if you like, just talk about let's make it the early church. Or how the early church was run. We will look at the early church, how it was formed. We will look at some of the problems they had as a church. And then we will look at how they solved it. And then we will also look at what lessons we must learn from it. Is that okay? In Acts chapter 1, in Acts chapter 1, we see how God chose men. For example, in verse 14, we see how they were guarded about 70 of them who were praying and all of that. And the Bible says that they continue in one accord and in supplication with the woman and Mary, the mother of Jesus and his brother. So at this point, Jesus had been taken away and they were guarded praying. And then we see how God guarded people and that was the formation. In Acts chapter 2, God gave these people that he had called or chosen, God gave them a ministry. He gave them a ministry. Because at this point, he was beginning to separate them for a particular purpose. In Acts chapter 3, we see the manifestation of power upon their lives and how that the power translated into the healing of the sick. And so we see how Peter went to the beautiful gate and all the miracles. That was the beginning of power or manifestation of power in the area of healings and miracles and signs and wonders. In Acts chapter 4, we began to see a multiplication of the church or how the church started to grow in leaps and bounds. In Acts chapter 4 verse 4, for example, it says, however, many of those who heard the word believed and the number of the men um, came 
to be about 5,000. So in Acts chapter 4, we began to see there was a massive explosion in growth. And because God had chosen men, ministries were being formed. They were seeing miracles. They were seeing signs and wonders. And the people were gathering from all over the place. But the Bible says that when the people began to gather and the numbers started increasing and things were happening, at the same time, also problems began to come up. So in verse 34, in Acts chapter 4, verse 34, the Bible says, okay, so the verse 34 was talking about they gathered, but then they began to solve their problems or distribute things among themselves. Neither was there any among them that lacked. So they were gathered, but there was so much people, and whether you were poor or rich, once you were amongst them, there was no lack amongst them. Why? Because for as many as were possessors of land or houses, sold them and brought the pieces of things that were sold. And if you read on, it tells us that, and they laid them at the apostles' feet. So that is the reason why the people did not lack, because once they gathered in their numbers in droves, there was a system. They, 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 they were filled so much with God that they didn't want to see anybody among them who was in lack. So if somebody had a land that he was not using, he would go and sell it and bring the money and say that, look, let's use it to take care of the needs of the people. And that was the beginning of the church. Can I hear somebody say amen? Yeah. Oh, I said, let me hear somebody say amen. So they started taking care of their needs. One of the things God wants us to do when we come together like this is that we should be able to take care of our needs. There are things or there are needs amongst us that angels will not come and solve. It would have to take we ourselves, one another, uh, solving each other's needs. Sometimes the prayer you are praying, yes, wait, yes, wait, yes, wait, one, for one year, the solution of that problem could be with the person sitting next to you. And that is how God has made it. But in chapter 5, verse 42, the Bible says that, And daily in the temple and in every house, they did not cease preaching Jesus Christ. So what they did was that they had gathered in their multitudes. Now they had to translate into grouping themselves in smaller units so they did so in homes and also in the crowd because as they were going along obviously and we are going to see very soon that it was becoming increasingly difficult to manage the people now you remember i've told you before that it is not possible for one pastor or for a pastor to take care of more than 100 people it is virtually impossible now for those of us who are into business and you have your own company or something one of the things that we have to learn to do as a people is to be able to group our things in units there are people who start doing business and somebody told me the other day you know he, he started business and then went to buy a car and after buying the car the business collapsed now and he wanted prayer he, and when we spoke i told him you don't need prayer what you needed was common sense. Because when the money was coming, he saw every money as his profit. But not the money that came. Not every money is your profit. But the person did not have any system. The person did not have any organized system. There was no administration even in the business. So he sells the things, put the money down. Then by the time he realized there's so much money, he thought he could buy a car. He bought the car and realized that he has bought his capital into a car. And he was sitting in his capital and driving around. So the business was finished. <laughs> Is somebody understanding what I'm talking about? But if there was proper administration, he would have realized that what I must take out first is the capital I use to start a business. And then there is something called profit. And even your profit, you don't chop all. Because if, for example, you live in Ghana, and last year, January, you had a capital of 20,000 Ghana cities. And that 20,000 Ghana cities could buy this microphone uh, to sell. And you cross over into 2022 and you are in August at this time, the 20,000 the 20, Ghana cities last year, January, is probably about 5,000 or 7,000 Ghana cities today. 
So you need more than double to be able to buy the same thing you were buying last year. Is somebody understanding what I'm talking about? Now, those who are into building, for example, will tell you that within a space of six months or thereabout, Ms. Aqua, iron rods have probably increased by over 60%. Last time I went to buy cement to do something and then a few weeks later we are going to buy again. The price, the difference was so big and then again, so within a period of about three months or thereabout, the price had changed for about five times. Is somebody understand what I'm talking about? Now, the early church realized that if we're just going to stay in the crowd like that, a time will come solving the people's problems were going to be difficult. So there had to be administration. In your own life, you need to put things in perspective. Tell somebody, put things in order. Oh, come on, tell somebody, put things in order. There are people who take their salary. You take salary. You know, a lady, I've been praying for God a job recently. And then she was so excited because her, her income had gone up maybe more than two times, three times. Because she changed her job and did this new job where giving her so much money. And so she was telling me that now her problems are over. And I said, no, your problems are not over. In fact, if you don't, I told her, if you don't take care, your problems will be more. Because now you see this money you never had. All of a sudden, so many ideas are coming into your head. And by the time you realize you are going to be in trouble. So she said, what should I do? I said, number one, don't change your lifestyle. Tell someone, don't change your lifestyle yet. Yeah. Because some people, once, once the income changes, you change where you've been eating. You change the kind of food you've been eating. You change what you've been wearing. You change your shoe. Oh. At first, if you used to take trot, suddenly you change it. Now, Uber. So I told her, I said, no, your problems are not over. I said, you have to put your life in order. Number one, try and maintain the same lifestyle as if you're earning the other salary. I said, do that for one year. And then when you do that, save all your excess money for the next one year, first of all. Is it a good advice? Uh, some of you, that's what you have to do. And save it for the next one year. I said, don't just put your money into savings. Don't go and put your money in the bank. Put it in investment. You see, because of economics, they will tell you it's not a good advice. But nowadays, the best investment you can have is to buy a dollar and keep. But they say it's not a good thing, so we shouldn't say it. So I've not said it. But at least, treasury bill is one of the safest investments you can have. As for treasury bill, no matter what, it won't collapse. All those who bought men's gold, what, what gold, and all of those things, musical ship. Uh, if you've been crying, please clean your tears and go and work and get new money. Because that money, the Lord is our shepherd. Somebody say amen. amen. But then, at least I told the person, put some money in investment and live the normal lifestyle for some time. Just to make sure that you put yourself in order. Because you see, you are not okay by what you spend today. Financially, your independence is not determined by what you are spending today. So if today you are able to buy food, you are able to pay school fees, you are able to, that's fine. That is daily bread. But that is not financial independence. Financial independence is when you have excess behind you. So that on the day when it is raining and you can't go to work, when there is like COVID came, huh, you can go into your something and then pull out something small. But if everything you get, you chop it, one day you realize that you only have your fingers left. And if you don't take care, you chop your fingers too. If you are here with me, say amen. amen. So, when these things were happening, the Bible tells us in Acts chapter 6, that a great murmuring arose in the church. People started complaining in the church. And why did they start complaining? Acts chapter 6 verse 1. It says, in those days, when the number of the disciples were multiplied, there arose a great murmuring of the Grecians, of the Christians against the Hebrews because their widows were neglected in the daily ministration. So suddenly people started complaining. Those who were Christians started complaining against the Hebrews that the distribution of the goods are not fair. They have neglected the widows who are Christians and they are taking care of, care of only the Hebrews. If it is in Zoeland, they will say that they are taking care of all the gang people. Because bishop is a gay man. Huh? And they have neglected all the Ibe women. Oh! 
So in verse 2, the Bible says, Then the twelve called the multitude of the disciples unto them and said, It is not, it is not reason that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. Wherefore, brethren, look ye out among you seven men of honest report, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business. But we will we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. And the same pleased the multitude. So they chose Stephen, a man full of faith, blah, 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 and so on and so forth. So the people said that, look, this thing is not helping us. Apostles sharing bread. Apostles sharing wheat. Sharing maize. The people are complaining. So they called the people and said, look, this is not our business. Let us do what is right. Let's get people who are honest. Let them be in charge of the distribution of the food and the material things so that we as apostles, we will continue in our calling. And what is our calling? The ministry of the word and prayer. Somebody say the word and prayer. Amen. Now, this portion of scripture we've read, and I'm now coming quickly to my sermon, and then I'll be finished in the next few minutes. This portion of scripture proves that, like I said earlier, no group of pastors alone can take care of an entire church. So if you are thinking that the church must only be managed here in Zoeland by Bishop Ray and Reverend Pani and the pastors, Pastor Sally, Pastor um, Jokoto, Pastor Onyameba, Pastor James, you are making a big mistake. The apostles realize that this thing is not possible. Number two, this scripture also tells us that there has always been problems in the church. From the beginning, there's always been problems. Tell somebody there's always been problems. Oh, come on, tell somebody for me. Tell the person there's always been problems. Tell another person, problems didn't start today. Huh? Do we understand that? Because in the day of Peter, Peter who worked with Jesus one on one. Me, I've not, I've not seen. <laughs> Even in the day of Peter, who worked with Jesus, Jesus spoke to him. Jesus rebuked people. Jesus laid hands on him. Even in his days, there were problems in the church. So there's always been problems in the church. But we, the reason why there's problems in the church always, and it is not going to change, is because we all come to church with our problems. How many of us have problems in this life? Let me see. You have a problem in this. We have problems in this life. All right. So the fact that you came with a problem, and then I came with a problem, and somebody else came with a problem, all of us gathered here, it is a mixture of problems. So there will always be problems in the church. So having a problem in the church is not a new thing. So when you go to a church, or when you come to this church, and you see a problem, please understand that the pastor himself has problems. And then you seeing the problem too, you too have problems. So by all means, there will be problems. Tell somebody there will be problems. Amen. But the Bible tells us that when these problems happened or were detected and they started complaining, the apostles took a stand. Number one, you see, they could have called the people complainers. They could have called them rebels. But they didn't call them complainers. They didn't call them rebels. They listened to their complaints and objectively decided to solve them. And when they decided to solve them, there was a solution. So, in our problems, there will be a solution for us. Oh, I didn't like your amen. I said, there will be a solution for us. So, number one, what were the outcome of the things we've read? Number one, the murmuring ceased because the apostles took a good decision. Number two, both the leadership of the church and the congregation focused on their assignments. Because Peter said that, let us get people to take care of this so that we will take care of our calling. So, in any church that there is going to be peace and we are going to solve problems, leadership must take its role. So, there is a role I am here to play. There is a role Reverend Pani will play. There is a role Pastor James and all the pastors will play. But there is also a role you would have to play. If you don't play your role 
expecting that because he is a bishop, he should play my role, then the problems will not go away. But in the early church, the problems were solved because everybody took their place. May you take your place in the name of Jesus Christ. Is that okay? Because for the leaders or for the apostles, according to Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11 to 13, the Bible makes us understand that some who have been called to be apostles, prophets, teachers, evangelists, um, and pastors. And so this was their role to play. But the people also had different roles to play. And you must understand that whenever you, God brings you into a church, he did not bring you here to just come and sit down on the chair. There is something you must supply. There is something you must add to the church. There is a problem that the bishop will not see, but only you can see it. And even if there is a problem the bishop can see, it is not all he can solve. There are some of the solutions they are with you. May you solve that problem in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Number three, the grace of God was properly distributed, both spiritually and physically. So everyone, everyone in the church has a certain grace to do something. And that is very, very important. And then number four is that the church continued to grow. The church continued to grow and to develop. Once everybody is playing their part, believe you me, we will continue to grow. I said once everybody is playing their role, the church will continue to grow. We will continue to develop. We will continue to win muscles to Jesus Christ. Give Jesus a mighty clap of praise. Amen. So, we must know what we are supposed to do. So, everybody sitting here, you have, you have to ask yourself, what am I going to do? How am I going to do it? When do I have to do it? With whom do I have to do it? And then what is it going to cost me to do this work? These questions, everybody must ask themselves. And so, in the smaller units, it became very, very easy for them to take care of everybody and then the complaining and the murmuring ceased because once they got people to be in charge of the people, it was easy because you know that if there is something I need, this one, I don't need to go to Apostle Peter. I need to go to Brother Stephen. Brother Stephen knows that this one, Brother James has to take care of it. Somebody has to take care of it. And that is how the thing happened. And because of that arrangement, the complaining, the murmuring ceased. There are people who have left churches because they say, oh, I was sick. Nobody came to visit me. Probably by the time the pastor heard that you were sick, you have been discharged from the hospital a long time ago. Is it true or correct? Oh, come on, talk to me. Is it true or correct? And so, if we are going to be able to allow God to take care of our needs through the church, then one of the things we must do is that we must allow ourselves to be in smaller groups where we can be identified. Because you see, before God, you are not just a number. God knows every one of us by name. Oh, I said God knows every one of us by name. But the truth of the matter is that your leader will not know everyone by name. But the leader can know you through another leader. So, for example, in Perez Chapel, we have a leader, the Archbishop and the presiding Bishop. The Archbishop may not know everybody's name here. He doesn't know that there is somebody in this church called Jesus is Lord. But the Archbishop knows Jesus is Lord through Bishop Ray. Is somebody understanding what I'm talking about? In the same way, there is somebody in this church called Phineas. Is Phineas here? Yes. And that Phineas, I, I may not have known his name, or Mr. Aqua may not know his name, but Phineas is known through Reverend Pani or Pastor James. Is somebody understanding what I'm talking about? So, even if your fingernail gets hurt, the Archbishop can hear it because your leader is there every time, no matter what is going, you are going through, oh, it could be the smallest thing that happens to you, but no matter what, somebody is there always to attend to you. If it is prayer, you will get a prayer. If it is encouragement, you will get the encouragement. 
If it is a support, you will get the support. Why? Because we have allowed ourselves to be taken care of. If you agree with me, clap your hands together and say a big amen. One of the things we are going to do this morning is that we are going to quickly go over some of the areas where we have the home cells so that if you are in that community, you can own up so that we can know you. Do you think it's a good idea to know you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, and like I told you last week, today you may feel like, oh, I, don't, I may not need to be known. I don't, I don't need anybody's money. I don't need it. No, no, no. You see, but it is not just about that. You may not need us, but we may need you. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You, you didn't understand what I said. I said, you may not need me, but I may need you. Yeah. Last week, somebody called me. He said, had this problem in 37. Had this problem in 37. Oh, I need help. I need help in 37. You know, when you go to this government hospital, you know what, what happens there. Yeah. You can go there with headache and die easily. If you don't know anybody to facilitate your something quickly. So, I just made some few calls here and there and then said, oh, we had some members in 37. Pa, the thing was taken care of. Listen, you may not need anybody's money, but the time will come, you may need somebody to make a phone call for you. Yes, if you are clapping your hands, please clap it well. So, the cell helps us to share the burden. Can you imagine you're in a group and one of the things that is done in the home cell, which I love, is that constant prayer. Constant prayer. So anytime you go to a home cell meeting, if it's five people, ten people, before we close, we pray, and then they will ask, anybody has any prayer topic? Somebody will say, oh, my children is going to write exam. Can we please pray for my children? Then the prayer is made for them. Somebody will say, oh, I'm going for a job interview. I need prayer. Then they pray for you. Somebody will say, oh, I've not been feeling very well. I need prayer. They pray for you. Ah, so by the time you even come to the main church, somebody is interceded for you and prayed for you and your prayers have been answered. If you are clapping hands, clap it well. Sometimes in the home cell, somebody will say, oh, oh I, I, I need a job. Pray for me. And then whilst they pray after the prayer, somebody will say, what kind of job are you looking for? He say, oh, my office. They also need somebody to employ like that. Can you bring the application? And so in the home cell, it is a system that is activated to take care of our various needs. May yours be taken care of in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen? You will not be in this church and not be somebody who doesn't have anybody. You know, some people, you be a no, no. In this church, you have somebody. Amen. Tell somebody you have me. Amen. One can you tell somebody you have me? You have me. Amen. Tell somebody in this church you have me. Church, tell the person I am there for you. I'm there for you. It may not show, but you see, it is very, very important. So, make. You see, I'm very interested in we making ourselves flexible and aligning ourselves. And then when you go to the home cell, you will find somebody who is a cell leader. Give the person that honor. Give the person that respect. Don't say, oh, why? Are you the resident pastor? No. no. Thank God in this church, we don't have such people here. Oh, oh, do we have such people in this church? No, we don't have such people here. When they come here, you know, they will know that, Charlie, BNJ, I'm an You know, but we don't have... So when you go into a home cell, you go, and when you go into the home cell, go with your smile. Hmm? Go with your smile. Don't go open it. dim. So the day something is wrong with yourself, they don't even know that something is wrong with you. But when you are going, go with a joyful heart. Tell somebody when you are coming to myself, come with a joyful heart. Ah. When you are coming to the cell, you are smiling. Ah. <laughs> How are you? How are you? So the day you come in, you are not smiling well. Then they will say, Oh. Would they ask you what is even if you say there's nothing wrong with you, the leader will say, Can we pray for Mr. Aqua? Because today his smile is not the way we know it. <laughs> Hello, are we together this morning? May God take care of our needs in the name of Jesus Christ. We will be like the early church. Amen. Listen, Zoe Land, we can be a very strong, fortified people. Eh? Yeah, you have no idea. You know, sometimes because we're in the community, you may travel one day, your children, there may not be anybody there, but because you are in the community with family, church family members, your child, 
you, somebody will see your child crossing the street, trying to cross alone, and they will hold your child's hand like their own child and cross the street with them. That's a family. Or they go and see that somebody is trying to bully your child. They will say, hey, that's my child. You can't bully my child. Is somebody understanding what I'm talking about? May that be your testimony in the name of Jesus Christ. Somebody say, I will belong to a cell. Come on, shout and say, I will belong to a cell. Say, I will love the home cell. In fact, I can't wait. I can't wait for the home cell to start. Amen. All right. So quickly, let's do this thing. All right. So if you live around Mataiko Flamingo, Flamingo is this area. We have a home cell here in this auditorium. Um... If you are, if you live in the place, where is the leader? Oh, Estabeta is around. Estabeta, quickly come. Anybody who lives in Flamingo, please raise your hand. Wave your hand at me. You live in Flamingo, this area. Please, can you stand to your feet quickly? Stand to your feet quickly. Estabeta, come and stand in front here. All of you, please come to her. Come. You live in Flamingo. That is the church area here. Come. Number two, you live in. Um, I see two flamingo here. Everybody, what's going on? I see Emmanuel Edu. Prime apartment. Okay, so that's I, maybe mine should have been better. All right. Let, how many? Are there some people who live around prime apartments area? Prime apartments. Those of you here, are there some people who live around prime apartments? Are there people who live around prime apartments? All right. Okay, I see a hand there. Prime apartment. Come, come. Where is Emmanuel Edu? He says Michael. The leader. Yes, yes, Michael, Michael Na. Michael Na, Tavia. Where is he? Where is Michael? Huh? He's writing exam. Who is standing in for him? Okay. And then. Mataiko last stop. Mataiko last stop. Are there some people who live in Mataiko last stop? Ma- oh, please, let me see your hand. Mataiko last stop. Please come, come, come. Yes. If you live in the area, don't. When I mention, or oh, then you come. I see you. Last stop. Okay. Naftali, okay. Yes, please see Naftali. Are there some people who live around police quarters? Police quarters. Let me see your hand. Police quarters. Naftali is last stop. Mataiko last stop. Police quarters. Do we have some people around police quarters? If you are in la- police quarters, can I see your hand? Okay, that's Christian, eh? But when I mention the area, the leader, just get up. I, I don't need to mention your name. You know your area. And then Dansoman, Sahara. Dansoman, Sahara. Yes, Auntie Mary is here. If you live around Sahara, you, you live in Sahara, please come. Yes. Sahara, please come. Come, come, come quickly. Come to Madam. Dansoman, control. Control. Jesus is Lord. If you live in Dansuman, control. Are you in Sahara or control? Control. <laughs> okay. If you live in Dansuman, control. Exhibition. Are there some people living in exhibition? Yes. Come. Exhibition, please come quickly. Come to... Brother George, Anan. Exhibition. Yeah. Russia, Veron. Is, it, is that how it is pronounced? Veron. Veron. Where is Nicholas? 
Russia, Veron. Yes, please come. Please come. Russia, Veron, please. And then Russia, Biopoku. 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 Okay. Yes. Please see Biopoku. See Brother Joseph Martin. Latabiokoshi. Radio Gold area. Latabiokoshi. Anybody from Latabiokoshi, Radio Gold area, please wave your hand. Jessica. Yes, come and stand here. Yes. Latabiokoshi, please come. See Jessica. Mamprobi. Mamprobi. Where is Harriet? Amakwe. You are standing in. Okay. Mamprobi. Anybody from Mamprobi? I know quite a number of people from Mamprobi. Madam, are you from Mamprobi? Okay. Mamprobi. And then Banana Inn. Francis. Banana Inn. Please come. Francis, come quickly. Banana Inn, please come, come forward. Don't let us pass by you because one day you'll be looking for where the cell is and you may not find us. We would have been raptured to heaven. Not Kaneshi. Ogil Road. Not Kaneshi. Ogil Road. Niboy. Not Kaneshi. You live around North Kaneshi, Ogil Road. Please come forward. North Kaneshi, Ogil Road. Please come. North Kaneshi. You're already a member. Okay. So, North Kaneshi. So, take these ones. And then, Domin CFC. Domin CFC. Brother Richard Ewuku. Domin CFC. Okay. Domin is Agape. Uh, Agape or CFC. Yeah. Anywhere around Domi. Domi is around Achimota. Eh? Yeah, so Domi, Achimota, Agape, Atomic, all those areas. If you live anywhere close, please let me see your hand. All right, Richard, then you have to bring the people from that place so that we get some people from there too. All right. Maybe I'm sure in the second service. Makati Hills. Makati Hills. Anybody from Makati Hills? Anybody from Makati Hills? Ah, Oja Makati Hills. Makati Hills. Okay, maybe in the second service. La. Anybody from La? La. Come forward. La. La. Phineas. Hofin and Phineas. La. Abose Okain, Roman. Abose Okain, Roman. Where is Daniela? Latte. Okay. Abose Okain. You live around. Is there anybody from around Abose Okain, Roman here? Ah, all of you are not from Roman. You are from Roman. Abose Okain, come. Yes. 
And then Abuso Kain Mosque. Abuso Kain Mosque. Abuse Okai Mosque. All right. Bawe. No, that's yours is Awushi. No, yours is Awushi. Bawe. No, let them come, please. The, um, you are doing Bawe. Yes. Bowie. If you live around Bowie, please come forward quickly. You live around Bowie. And then Awoshi water. Thomas, are you not around Awoshi? Water. Uh-huh. Awoshi. Awoshi. All right, come. Yes. Let's do it quickly. Ashalibotre little roses. <laughs> Ashalibotre Adenta Oyarefa Madina. Ah, huh? yes. You live around those areas. Please come. I've spread it too much. Abokobi, yes. Still, still join the. And then Ablekuma. Ablekuma. Agape. Where is the leader? Uh, you are standing in. Yes. You live around Ablekuma. Ablekuma. Agape. Or Ablekuma. Areas. Ablekuma. Amen. Now, I want you to do me a little favor. Now, the names I've mentioned are places where we have cell areas and we have cell leaders too. Alright? Um, there are places where we have areas but we don't have a leader yet, so we need a leader from that area. For example, it's, um, your office, um, your place... Kwashiman, Hong Kong. So if you live around Hong Kong and you can volunteer to be a leader, or not in Hong Kong, but you live around it and you can volunteer. I, I didn't mention your area. Yes. Okay. You live around Hong Kong and you can volunteer to be a leader. Please, let's see you. Sorry? Okay, okay. You are standing from Emilia Lamte. Okay, that's fine. And then, sorry? You live around Hong Kong. We want, we want people who can help us, somebody who can volunteer to be a leader in Hong Kong. Now, for the rest of us, how, let me see by hand how many people did not hear the name of their areas where you live. You did not hear your name. Let me see. Let me see by hand. Okay. Not, um, sorry, please. Not Kaneshi Demond. Who lives in North Kaneshi Demond? Not Kaneshi Demond. Yeah. Okay. Please come. Yes. Not Kaneshi Demond. Yes. Please. Not Kaneshi Demond. Uh, Vida, which one are you holding? Adabraka. All right. Please, let me ask again. If you did not hear the name of your area, your community be mentioned, let me see your hand. Oh, please wave your hand. I want to see your hand. I beg you. You did not hear your community be mentioned. Okay. Can you do me a little favor? Um, take a piece of paper and just write the name of the community for me. Don't add your name, don't add anything. Just the name of the community. Alright? 
just a little paper and then write the name of the community. Can I get an usher to pick the names up? Write the name of your community, where you live. It's not been mentioned, but please write the name of that community quickly. If you live in Israel, Rom Naba, or you live in. Uh, Oh, why are you people like that? No, no, I've not, I've not mentioned Choco. Yes, it's true. It's okay. You live around Kolibu, Mamprobi, Post Office, Choco, Tea Garden. Huh? Lanti Mami, Chemwena, Chemwese, White House, Bebeise. <laughs> well, but when you come and mention that area yourself, <laughs> that's where you come from. Eh? <laughs> Please, have you written? Have you written it? How, how many of you don't know your area? So you don't know whether we've mentioned it or not. You don't know. Let me see. Amen. Have you, have you finished writing? If you, have, if you have written it, please raise your hand, let the usher come for it. If you have written your area, kindly lift up your hand so that we can come for it quickly. All right. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you all. Write on it quickly. Yes. Yes. You want to volunteer yourself to be a leader will train you. Being a home cell leader is one of the biggest things that you can ever do. And one of the easiest things you can ever get yourself involved in. Very, very easy to do. Alright. And then you want to volunteer. It could be your veranda. It could be your living room. It could be your compound. You may not even want us to come into your actual house, but maybe the compound, the frontage of your house, we can do some home cell there or something. That is perfect. And we bring the church to your house, a blessing has come into your house. Oh, I thought you would say a better amen to that. Alright. So please, if you are like that, kindly take one of the sheets of papers from the ushers and write on it. And then please fill it quickly and give it back to us. Thank you very much. Let's put our hands together to the Lord. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Amen and amen. All right. Bow down your head with me. Let's pray. If you came to church this morning, but you are not sure your sins are forgiven, you want your sins forgiven. You came here this morning, you want your sins forgiven. You are not sure if you die today, you go to heaven. If you are like that, please lift up one hand. I want to pray with you. You want your sins forgiven. You want your sins forgiven, please. If anybody here wants your sins forgiven, please lift up one hand. I'm going to pray with you. Amen and amen. Okay. If there is no hand up, can you please stand to your feet? Let's stand to your feet. Visiting us for the first time today. Yes. Let's put our hands together. First time today, so first time here. Please take your Bible and your bag and come to me in front here. Come. Let's put it. Oh, keep clapping for him as he comes. Keep clapping for him. Yes. Another person is coming. Keep clapping. Keep clapping. Keep clapping for him. Awesome. God bless you. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. Amen. God bless you so much. I wanted to please follow this dear gentleman. He has something to tell you before you leave. Come, let me pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, touch your son. I ask that Lord you work a miracle in his life. Make him a testimony in Jesus' name. Thank you for your son. Bless him in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Please put your hands together for them as they go.